Hey everyone, Xander here, just to give you some context to the release schedule this week. So, to celebrate the much-anticipated Barbenheimer weekend, we decided to discuss both Barbie and Oppenheimer. But, because we wanted to give both movies the respect they deserved, we ended up having a recording time of nearly four hours. So, we've decided to split the episode into two parts. The first part covers Oppenheimer, whilst the second covers Barbie. We go into full spoilers for both movies, and the time codes for those spoilers will be in the description. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you enjoy this episode of the Film Me In podcast. Awesome sauce. Amazing. I'll join up free, thank you very much. I didn't even think we were doing that. I was very confused. <laughs> I saw the clap. I, I'll hear the clap. It's fine. Okay. Hello and welcome to the Filmian Podcast. This week I'm taking the reins. My name is Hamish Beaton, and today I am joined by a fantastic host of cast, not host, cast of other people. We've got Zana Langwiston. Hey, 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 it's me. We've got Joseph Kirk. You see, I'm something of a magician, inventor, and chocolate maker, so quiet up and listen down. Nope, scratch that, reverse it. Yeah, I'm alright. You've, you've re- rehearsed that for quite some time. Uh, Shawan? Hiya, Barbie! I love how you're, the, the, it didn't carry through. <laughs> and we, we are joined by a guest, uh, a guest on this week, uh, the fantastic Twitch streamer, Tiny Katie. Whoa, I have no life. Let's go. Woo. Awesome stuff. So on this week's docket, we have the double bill of Barbenheimer. Whoop, whoop. Whoa. Let's go. The Pretty. biggest cinematic release that has hit this year. We've all been on the edge of our seats, watching for an explosion. Spoilers, and um, I don't. I, I haven't seen Barbie yet. I'm here for the first half of this podcast, and then I'm passing the reins on to someone else. But I, I guess one of the most influential movies out there. Fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The, the the cinemas have been full all week. And it's yeah. been it's been amazing. It's been amazing. It's great to see people going out in costumes and stuff like that. The amount of people that were in suits at my Oppenheimer screening yesterday were <laughs> incredible. As they I don't, should be. I don't know how you sit there for three hours in a suit like that. It was really hot. I couldn't I, even do it in a pink shirt. That was tricky. <laughs> Ooh. We mainly had a salmon. We mainly had old people at our screening. Oh yeah, I had old lot, men. A Reliving lot of old people. <laughs> I had them struggling to go up and down the stairs. So in yes. the end, they just changed seats and sat on the front row when they came back from the toilet. It was so funny. I was like, I know where you sat. You're in the to wrong seat fair, now. You've got to be quite brave to watch that movie in the front row, oh knowing God, what yes. happens in it. Um, yeah. Alrighty. So before we get into all of that, we're gonna go through our weekly moan, Xander. Give us a moan. I have a moan, and I'm 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 curious to see who will be in on this moan. Uh, this week we saw a trailer released for The Exorcist Believer. Oh, I haven't seen it. Oh no, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen it. Okay, so it is a like I a know. legacy sequel to the original Exorcist, which was released. Checks watch fifty years ago. Um, and oh. this trailer is sees like two <coughs> new people getting possessed and needing an exorcism. Whoa. Now. The thing about The Exorcist is that, one thing, it was made 50 years ago. That's a long time ago. Two, I don't know anyone that is, like, overly nostalgic about this franchise. 
other than the fact that the first one was like one of the greatest horror movies ever made so like that's fine we've had sequels to it they didn't work in the past whatever we've moved on and we've had so many different exorcism movies over the years that when when the exorcist came out it was like people didn't really know what exorcisms were or what exorcists did and now since then we've had so many many movies about exorcisms and exorcists we literally had one with russell crowe earlier this year called the pope's exorcist on his little moped (laughs) on his little moped and he was listening to abba or something um (laughs) <laughs> so we i don't fit, see a need to rehash this franchise and also they're trying to do like that legacy sequel thing where they bring back someone from the original and then bringing back the girl's mom and it's like this has happened before and it's like this isn't like halloween Whoa. like jamie lee curtis is an icon from halloween i don't know who this woman is I don't but it's, the characters. it's really silly it looks really bad and not very scary the one thing i will say is that the posters do look very cool that's good because um, I made s- them. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, I didn't. I'm not claiming that. Um, <laughs> but then, Ouch! Yeah, no, I'm... Doing Joe's doing Joe's reputation like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm I'm baffled that this exists and that for some reason we're getting a trilogy of these films. We what? And also, huh? we're getting a trilogy. Yeah, the next one comes out in Easter in 2025. Why? And it's all directed by the guy who just made the Halloween trilogy. Which, if you'd asked me, the, if you told me this five years ago when that first one came out, I'd have been like, "Oh my god, it's going to be the best thing ever." And now he's done two really bad sequels. I'm like, I don't care anymore. Let it die. Let it die. Let it shrivel up and die. <laughs> So yeah, that that's my moan. Sorry, if, does anyone else have anything to say about that? Because I'm I saw. No, that sounds that. absolutely dreadful. If um, you want to see a good like Exorcist, watch the new mo- uh, Haunted Mansion movie with Owen Wilson as an Exorcist. You should actually watch Mr. Boogity. Oh, uh, oh Jared Leto's in it. Oh, is, is he? Jared Mr. Leto, Mr. Boogity. No, Jared Leto's in Haunted Mansion. I was about to watch. I was going to say. <laughs> This is his um, st- uh, first role in film, Mr. Boogity. I know, right? <laughs> um, my moan is... Uh, it's Quentin Tarantino. I just don't like the man. Um, <laughs> that is a good moan, actually. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a Why is he getting one. shots? What's he done this week? I, no, I just, like, I've... I've been, like, watching loads of, like, news in, like, the world of cinema and, like, interviews and such. And there's Quentin Tarantino... Like, on, like, some sort of, like, Jimmy Kimmel show. Jimmy Fallon. And they're like, so Tarantino, you've talked about what, like, is a perfect movie. You don't have a favourite movie. You have a perfect movie. What falls into that perfect movie? And, like, the little man sits there and, like, you know, dances about in his seat a little bit, back and forth. And he goes, hmm, yeah. What actually makes a perfect movie is, first of all, he speaks like someone yeah, he speaks like someone who goes, actually, I only date tens. Like, uh, but then, like, he starts going, like, a perfect movie is a movie that, in my opinion, no one can dispute. And it's like, all right, well, that is the definition of a perfect movie, you fucking melon. And then, and then he starts just, like, listing off, like, cult classics. He's like, um... Jaws, I think, is a perfect movie. It's like, yes, it is critically acclaimed. Well done, Quentin Tarantino. Fountain of all knowledge that WatchMojo.com also agrees with. Like, He's rehearsed the, that the, list, hasn't he? 
Yeah, no, the guy, and then, like, to be fair, he starts listening off some older movies. I'm like, okay, okay, maybe I'll, like, read into these. But they're all movies I've heard about before. It's like, Quentin Tarantino, like, people come to you as if, like, you're some sort of edgy, like, filmmaker that comes up. He has a brilliant style of making movies, not one that I'm fully behind, but he has definitely a certain style behind him, and I appreciate that. But, like, you're like a, you're a foot fetish goblin who speaks as if they only date tens. Like, oh, I just, sorry, I'm going after the man, but, like, I'm I like sick, I'm sick to death of people being, like, he's a cinematic genius. And then I watched the first 20 minutes of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and I understand why it's only the action clips uploaded to YouTube and TikTok, because <laughs> half of it is them, it's like a, a shot, three shots, three, uh, the audacity, the three shots of a car driving from the top of a hill, down a hill, taking a right-hand turn, and down a motorway. It does nothing for the movie. Nothing for the fucking movie. It's like watching Zack Snyder, except Snyder was, like, allowed to put even more establishing shots in a movie. I hate it. I like the I, interview I, I where... Like I like the interview where he's talking I'm to this woman. glad you're wrong. And she's like, why is there so much violence in your movie? And he's like, I don't know, Jan! I love that interview. I... My favourite one was whenever he was considering talking about, uh, picking up the, uh, Star Trek franchise. And then he's like, Star Trek fans, I don't think he understands. Star Trek fans just want a good fucking movie that appreciates the yeah, source anyone material. Wants that. <laughs> no, 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 but like Star Trek fans have had it rough after the third one. Um the third, the third remake. Was, the third one Beyond's was not bad. Yeah. It was Beyond? driving around on a dirt bike and loops. Um it's fun, But then like it's nothing that the original can do. It's a good movie. <laughs> but then, it's a pretty good trip to But then like Quentin I, I was bored. I was bored as all. It's got Simon Pegg in it. It's it quite good. Uh, yeah, yeah, but um, Carl Urban. Who doesn't like Carl Urban's game with Spock? You know, it's quite cool. It's got Michael Keaton in the like, track. No, it's but then you get to like. You let me speak. And then some of the in it. Then you get to like. Statics are really good. Idris Elba's the baddie, and he is a baddie. Then you get to like the interview with him. When he's like, I'm thinking of picking up Star Trek. Um, I think my Star Trek movie is going to be the first to drop the first F-bomb. Oh, As if, like, that's the selling point. To be honest, I wouldn't I wouldn't say no to seeing Spock say fuck. Oh, I would be I'd too, but that's like, not the, the selling point of the movie. It's not the selling point of the movie. Yes, it is. Can you imagine Spock straight-faced in a sex scene? Like, it's only logical that I put a condom on it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> to get the maximum pleasure from your orgasm, lift your left heel. Hollywood. Like, I think it's boring. I feel, feel called out, but anyway. Wait, wait, Xander, do you like Pulp Fiction? A, a lot, yeah. Oh, you fucking twat. Wait, it's re what, what do you mean? It's like really good. No, it's not. What do you it mean? It's the most not? over. 
It is the most overrated piece of dog shit I've ever seen. <laughs> what do you mean it's not good? Yes! Nah, I yes! agree. Pop No! Pop is shockingly so, overrated. So, Anne, we need to go out and get a drink uh, after the So is the Godfather, but that's a different conversation. So true. Anyway, yes. moving well, swiftly then. on. Um, who else has got a moan? Ooh, Joe's hand was up first. Sorry. Um, mine is short series finales and finales that just do not wrap <laughs> stuff up now some of you may know that a little series has been released over the, the past little six series. weeks yeah emphasis on little even though it's got a big budget called secret invasion <laughs> like okay i was giving it a chance there was some really there's some really good character stuff in there some good monologues and some good acting but it got to the final episode and i was just like it's just it was just a bit average and not a lot of stuff was wrapped up and what was wrapped up was rushed or the choices they made in wrapping them up was really weird it just feels like i hate to say it felt like a waste of my time i don't want to say that but but it was it was it was it's just i went straight to see one saying oh no i didn't like it um it was it, like i hate this six episode format it's not enough time wandavision got nine episodes and even then that need i think that needed a bit more time Six episodes, especially if you're going down to 36 minutes, including credits and titles, is not enough time to tell a good story. For a finale. And a finale. It was Aww. the shortest episode of the series. The finale. Bearing in mind, episode one was, what, 55 minutes? Episode two was yep. about the same. And then it That's just gradually disgusting. dropped. That's what disgusting. happened? It's. It was just... I was just so disappointed. And I really want to go back to, like episodes that are consistent in length and are long enough to tell a story if you've only got six episodes have a story that you can tell in six episodes don't pick a story like secret invasion where you cannot do that in six episodes that's my moan and an unmoanable against moan as well i think we all agree with that <laughs> yeah yeah really brought the room together after that tarantino comment <laughs> um, <laughs> you're the one that we're, you're the only one that doesn't agree with the Tarantino one. I'm undecided because I haven't seen Pulp Fiction, so you haven't seen don't. Pulp Fiction. Don't do you have told one has told me many times, Joe. It's shit, so it's good. No, it's not. <laughs> like it's okay, but it's the most overrated thing. It's not over. It is a kind of overrated, but it did so much. Like it was so like amazing that's the reason it's not like oh it's a spectacular film it's that the way that it got released and when and what it included it, that's what makes it amazing it's important. i can't give so is kill bill and that's actually good still on a good film i hate kill bill kill bill reservoir dogs memento M not memento that's, no, that's nolan memento. not memento yeah <laughs> uh, no. inglorious bastardes that one's a bit long too I, I, I agree with all the rest of them that I don't really like those, but Pulp Fiction. Glorious Bastards nope. is great, and it has Kill Bill murder, and Reservoir Dogs are so much better. And Django, Django's better. I've not seen Django. Django's. I've seen long. Rango with the lizard. No. I've seen Rango as well. <laughs> Rango's, Rango's great. Rango. Django's like Django's like half hour too long. No, it, go, it, it keeps. What's it still keeps, better than Pulp it Fiction? Keeps going. Anyway, does someone else have a moan? Yeah, I haven't even had. I haven't even said my go, moan. <laughs> go on, Sue. Neither. Maybe I should change it. My moan is the fact that I've been to two cinemas this week, and none of them compared to View. Yeah. 
The view, the view we had, it had recliner chairs. It had a good sized table. It was the comfiest thing. And it was cheap. I miss it. It and didn't it smell of piss. Mm. Exactly. They they didn't have my my Tango Ice Blast. Exactly. Though, so I'm a bit upset about that. I went to two of them. One was Cineworld. One was like a local one. I went to with my friend. The local one was better than Cineworld because it had a table, but it was still a small table. I want my view back. So I got. I, I miss it. I literally got a message from Sky, who works uh, uh, view, saying, "Joe, you've betrayed us because you're going to Cineworld." I'm like. Believe me, if I could, if I could still go to View, I would, I would, but I cannot because because there's not one in the in near where I live. W- one thing I will say about View is that their their screens, everyone I've been to, all the screens are so consistent in terms of quality and sound. Yeah. The the one I go to near my place is an Odeon, and I have to book, I have to look when I'm booking at what screen I'm booking into, and I will change the times I'm going depending on what screen I'm in. Because some of the screens are awful. They are absolutely awful. Like the, the sound mixing is terrible. The screen isn't good enough. There's marks on the screen sometimes. There's one screen where the ceiling is half caved in. <laughs> nice. Love that. Yeah. And, and, also, and also a couple of weeks ago, it was struck by lightning. So I, I, but oh, I, yeah. I told that story last the, the other week. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. View, view, is actually, view actually might be the GOAT. Yeah, I miss it. That's also Cineworld just got worse because of that advert that has all the TikTokers in it. God, yeah. I'm sorry. They oh, those TikTokers. It's the most cringe. Yeah. Yeah. So do you know the one where they're all dancing? That on hurt my soul when I watched. They're that. all different. They're all different like influencers, I... <laughs> and I was like, hang on, I recognise that person, and they're doing the most. It's so cringy. It just makes me want to go. Oh, I have, oh, I I have a question it. about that. So this played twice for me on the same day, and yeah. I want to hurt myself when I watched yeah, it. Same. But in like the opening, it pans to this girl, and it holds on her for like a second. I'm like, what's going on? Who is this? Is she a TikToker? I. I don't know she about like that a zombie, one, but I assume honestly. she is. Like, I never thought I'd say this, but I miss Daniel Kaluuya yelling at me. I do. <gasps> We're never gonna yeah, get that like, again. I, I, I hated that because it's so condescending, but I miss it. I want him to say, "Put your screen down. You can do it." In wait, no. You, you, there's a view near me, kind of. Caitlin, I'm coming to yours next. <laughs> in in um in Odeon, they don't specifically have someone to say, "Turn your phone off." They don't they have don't. that anymore. They don't. They, they, have, they say there's only one screen you should be looking at, but that you need you need someone to say turn off your phone, because it's like that. That's the contract. People don't yeah. listen to that anyway, though. But I miss it. I won't want it back. And um, it's the little thing. You know. Small small moan on that. The guy who I went and watched this movie with, listening right now. You know who you are. You checked your phone. You checked your Discord. In the middle of Oppenheimer. I saw that. I saw that. I will... No, I'll, I'll say that later. I'll say that later. No, so, someone walked into my screening of Oppenheimer um, 20 minutes into the movie, which is 40 <laughs> minutes after the start time. 40 minutes, and How you're never going to guess where they late? were sat. Right at the Next front. To Next to me. Oh. Uh, of course, of Funny. course. Vile, vile Funny. creatures. Caitlin, do you have a moan? I do have yes. a moon. Mine is not film related. That's fine. <laughs> um, I just I hate editing. I hate <laughs> editing so much. Um, <laughs> sounds, yeah, sounds I just, like yes. 
finally someone just, speaks my language. <laughs> I just posted a video on my YouTube and Shame I basically had no time plug, to... Plug, plug. I, we had to... Of course, of course. Go check it out. I had, I had to film it and edit all of it. And we had to come up with the entire plot in like four days, if le- like less than that. I was up until like 4am editing. And I was just like, I, I hate this. I hate this with a passion. I'm really proud of the video, even though I'm hating it even more now because I'm going through going, oh, there's so many mistakes. There's so many editing mistakes that I just, mm, it hurts my soul. But I just, wh- Joe, why do you do that to yourself? I don't, why I don't, do you... I don't know. What, what I did find funny was, because you, you called me about editing this photo. And before that, I was on call with Xander and I was moaning to him about how I just despise AI. And then you call me up and like, Joe, how do you use AI on Photoshop? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, and I just said to you, Caitlin, I'm not really the biggest fan of AI. Um. <laughs> yeah, no, editing I prefer sucks. AI. I prefer AI just because it makes me do less editing. <laughs> She's anti-sag. She's anti-sag. Scab, scab. Oh, is it scab? Did I call it sag? Scab. Is this? I call it sag. No, it, you're called. you're a scab worker if you work during a strike. You're a scab. Uh, don't know what it stands for, but it sounds cool. <laughs> it sounds smelly, it sounds crusty. Cool. No, I don't of. prefer it for like a lot of things, but just sometimes I don't like it when people they take others' art. I see it all on Instagram, and I'm like, no, that is gross. Yeah, no. But... We, we had a run in with a Doctor Who AI guy, didn't we, Joe, on Twitter? Mm. Oh. He AI extended my artwork him. and was like, oh yeah, this this will improve it. No, you literally just added more clouds around the edge. Bruh, nah. And then when I uh, when I, I said don't do that, he blocked me and he blocks everyone that tells him off. I, I told him to delete his account. And he said, I and he what said I mean is <laughs> valid. What I mean about Only the AI is I just want to remove the, the people. <laughs> <laughs> Top notch. <laughs> you for come real. for one of our hosts. You come for we will us. attack back. <laughs> we will attack. You come for Joe, we come for you. <laughs> Fine, True. we will use the old ways. <laughs> 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 Fucking dark side pulls up. All of Doctor Who Twitter is like, on your left. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, it generally brought the whole community together. Like, it actually did. Why are you stealing <laughs> Joe's artwork? I'm like... Thank you. Yeah, Thank my, you. I love that. My comment saying delete your account had more likes than the actual post. You ratioed it. <laughs> oh my god. I love that. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, Caitlin, I interrupted. Yeah, continue. <laughs> I Honestly, I didn't know about that. That was very interesting. Um, You should give me their, their socials. Oh, yeah, they're still going as well. Yeah, they're still going. Yeah, they're still going. It's pretty gross. <laughs> I'll report them again. Block me for, I could block I'll them. send. I'll send my people on them. Yes. <laughs> Destroy the Minecrafters. Oh god. Them. Everybody's people. What? Yeah, for real. Yeah. Um. But no, I just. The, also, the AI just didn't work for me, so <laughs> that's another reason to not like it. I couldn't work it. I've just been done. Joe's people. But I just. Caitlin's people. Swan's sheep and the IRA from my end. Be fine. <laughs> And some of Xander's hair follicles. Who's Xander's people? <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming, Joe. Xander's already in the thick Xander? of it. The man's You're already on the show. front line. I'm, yeah, I'm on the front line. 
You were in that show. Well, that is all of our moans done. Let's move on to our non-spoiler section. Everyone, what is your thoughts and feelings on the first movie in the docket, Oppenheimer? It's good. It was good, but it was fucking long. It was. It was way it was too pretty long. Pretty good, but yeah, very long. Disagree. I thought it was awesome, and it might be my favorite film of the year so far. Question mark. Xander wrong. I second this. <laughs> Xander died. This. He's actually not on his own on <laughs> this. Hey, Miss, um, you haven't seen Barbie. Sue? <laughs> oh, we're talking about Oppenheimer, you goblin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gonna be what, honest. What? Gonna be honest uh, with you, Joe. I am more hyped for Oppenheimer than I am Barbie. But you've seen so, Oppenheimer, so. <laughs> you've seen it. No, no, but I, I even. Before, but he's more hyped I, to see it again than he is to see. Barbie. I actually am. I, I've planned to go see it again. No, it's so much better when you actually watch it. Oppenheimer, I feel like I watched it just so I can say I yeah, watched I don't, it. Yeah, I don't... Like, I would never... Like, <laughs> if it hadn't been on the same day as Barbie, I would have been like, eh. I was tempted wait, not no, no, to okay. go see Oppenheimer. That was that was how close I was. No, wait, no. wait, 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 wait. Wait, I will disagree. I do want to see it again, but fucking I'll give me a moment. I'll watch it at home. It, 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 it like, it's so good. It genuinely is, but you can tell it's three hours. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's a good thing it felt longer than watchman it, no it's meant to <laughs> it's meant it to like it it's meant to like leave you with a, a heaviness on your shoulders like, it did it's messed up i finished it and i was like i need to sleep like i don't like <laughs> this i um, it, yeah this this ex- i understand that but like sorry Jim. oh no, no no go on no go on i understand that that you like it need to leave with like the feeling of it and it I agree that is good to a sense, but I just think you need more to the film than that. Like that can't be your only reason for having it as being three hours long. It, it's it's just tiresome. I don't want to get through the rest of the film half time. And I'm like, mm. and also I will say some of the shots I didn't really like very much or weren't great. <laughs> to be fair, some of them were a bit blurry. Yeah, were, a lot. Uh, some of them are blurry. I saw a lot that like they didn't feel finished or they didn't end properly. It's like they were filming a transition, but they didn't film the full transition. They just cut you, cut it you, halfway you know, through. You know how in editing when they, but they when they say in a conversation you don't cut to the person when they start a new word. You do like a J cut or an L cut. With this, it was like someone said something, and then as soon as someone else started talking, they cut. There was lots of cutting back and forth, and there's that's a problem I have with a lot of Christopher Nolan films. The conversations are too quick, and they're too cutty. Xander's um, been disagreeing. It, yeah, I really like Nolan's editing in this movie. I know it's not him doing it, but like I really <laughs> like the way this film is edited. <laughs> I know I really do. I just I I don't know, man. I love the the non-linear storytelling of this. I think I, it, he does it with literally like all of his movies. And for this one, it really works because I think you, if you were to watch this all chronologically, it would feel, I think, a lot heavier than it does. Um, it does make and it the would ending be a, bit, a bit more. It makes the ending a bit more. Oh, okay. Like <sighs> the ending has more impact considering it's not. Yeah. Linear, which I do. I I'll agree with you there. Like the ending. I, yes. Works because of how it's structured. I think the thing, the issue with Nolan is that in a lot of his movies, his characters speak like supercomputers to one another. Like they, they, 
they are lacking a little bit of emotional depth to them. And even... There, there is a certain, like, coldness about his movies. There, there, there's just an, a, a little shred of humanity in there. Because what I've noticed with a lot of Nolan's movies is that they rely more on the, the actors rather than the script itself. He, he, he relies on the performance to uplift a, a a good script, but not like an amazing script. And that's the issue. Like, I, I, I saw... Bad, bad, bad example. But I saw someone say, like, how are you going to make two sex scenes with Florence Pugh, of all people, look like the most, like, devoid of emotion thing ever? And I was like, <laughs> it's a bad example. That sex scene was something. But like, at the I, same time, I can't. I can't. Like, like, I kind of get it. Like, it's, I, I know the whole movie. The movie's meant to make you feel hollow because that's why he feels. But at the same time, I'm like, there's other ways of doing this rather than like searing that into my mind with a cattle prod like <laughs> i don't think he felt hollow when it happened i think i felt hollow because it was motionless and emotionless i feel like i enjoyed the emotionless aspect just because it kind of it is a very serious topic and i think with the lack of emotions it put your brain more into the fact of the facts of what is actually happening and it's felt more documentary style in that way mm, agreed it with the with the lack of emotions and i feel like that was important i feel like if, if they had included more emotions it wouldn't have been about the actual story it would have been about the people who made it that the story itself is not a get about the characters it is about the story that progressed it's about how it, you know, the bomb eventually went off and thought process save that for the spoiler section what? <laughs> <laughs> the bomb went off they don't know when it goes off though <laughs> 80 years ago <laughs> what? no I meant in the what? film <laughs> time, oh, <yeah>. time stamp <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I liked the emotionless, emotionless aspect but I really think they should have done more with the script it just something it was i think it wasn't paced i didn't enjoy the pacing it, it really. it's missing a shred of life mm -hmm. i and Sanders dying i know i quite, I quite I'm, liked the I'm, pacing I'm up ideas i quite like the pacing i think because like we said earlier nolan tends to jump back and forth and he does it with dunkirk and that was needlessly sort of complicated but with this, it makes mm. sense, and it makes later things sort of make sense. But mm. the last hour sort of focuses on one thing, I think. I didn't, I didn't know what the time was, but I think it was like an hour. And even though it's literally just talking, I was gripped. I think yeah. the pacing. Yeah. The last no, hour. I think that last. That last from when they good. get to is it Lo Los 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 Salamanos? That place Los from where they get to there. <laughs> Actually, I say from the. I think the beginning's a bit jumpy but from when they get to that place onwards i'm i'm really happy with the pacing so i think it could have been yeah. shortened a tiny bit 
maybe by 10 15 minutes I, but i i think the pacing works yeah. but the yeah. dialogue yes is a bit robotic also sometimes it's quite hard to hear it's not as bad in this film as it was in tenet and that but there were times where i'm like okay you you've kind of focusing on the rustling of clothes and the dialogue and you've why is the wind so loud um i got yeah, an, no, i got enough there's, of there's the dialogue a, to understand the, the, it I, one thing I wanted to say is that the sound design is amazing. Like, I agree. Ev- ev- every moment is like, especially when you're in like a big cinema with a great sound system, it's like thumping. It's really great sound work. But then the sound mixing is a problem that Nolan's had for a while. But like, he just like, the score is fire. Absolutely. Mm. But like, let me hear what the people are saying. Because that seems slightly more important right now. Um, but that yeah like you said it's it's not it doesn't happen as much like in tenet there were full conversations that i couldn't hear in the cinema the score. um and i still don't understand that movie i'm sorry <laughs> i don't get it i don't get it i'm i feel so stupid i sat and watched it last week and i was like i don't get it i'm sorry i don't get it isn't it isn't it just a loop I don't I know. I don't I've not know seen it. Oh, <laughs> she wants out here it. spoiling it for everyone. Whoa. It came out like five years ago. Spoilers. Well, this history event was like, what, 80 years ago? And I didn't know anything about ago. it. Um, yeah, That's your either. fault. You don't I mean, this was a history lesson it. for me. Um, can I, can I quickly talk about the soundtrack? Heck of a history can lesson. I quickly talk about the soundtrack? No. I, okay. get, hold on. Can I quickly add something to the point about pacing? Yes. I, I, th- I think the runtime is necessary. Um, the ground against what you guys said because I think yes. Under- yes, everyone's there to watch Big Bomb drop and Big Bomb go boom because that scratches <laughs> little itch at the back of our heads. It's like guys dropping like rocks into a pond. You know, <laughs> this is the biggest rock we've ever dropped into a pond. Hell yeah, and we're happy. You know, it's like <laughs> caveman, <laughs> boom, oh, big boom. But like, yeah, yeah, it's it's like that. And the, 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 ex- the explosion itself is stunning. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. But I think as well, it's necessary for us to understand what happened after. And not just understand it in a cinematic way which fits a correct runtime, but to understand all the angles and what this man went through and the and the horrendous ethical conflictions that he had to deal with. I think that there's no amount of like dramatization or cutting or rearranging the story that should happen in that case because this is like one of the worst losses of human life that we have ever inflicted on our own species. That was my TED talk. Can I make a joke to lighten the mood? Yeah. Is this yeah. the most severe case of post-nut clarity in history? Oh my god, yes. Yeah. With which he, he, he seemed very up for it, and then it happened. And he's like, oh god, what have oh, I done? Oh, I thought you I, meant the actual sex no, scenes in your review. No, I, I, I meant like I, the, the bomb. Like, like he's, he's just not a happy man, is he? Like... No, I love that aspect of the film. Like that, that was literally one of the reasons why I rated it the way I did. Like it was going to be lower until they showed that true part of it of like oh my god what have i done i loved it i loved that they didn't you know make him the hero or you know because he basically 
learned that, ah, America's horrible. Okay, great. The world is horrible. People are horrible. And I enjoyed that they went with that angle instead of oopsies, saws. Whoopsie doopsie. And then cut film. I I 100% agree with Hamish of like the ending. Like I enjoyed the time. However, my ADHD brain will just not allow me. That is fair. Like um, I just physically cannot. I don't think I will ever be able to watch that film again if I'm not having to be able to pause it because my brain is having a little wonder five down minutes down the road and I literally I missed so much of the conversation just because I was looking into his eyes I was like hmm <laughs> that per- that I like his eyes or wow that's an interesting person in the background his eyes were and I think glorious. they were they amazing were Killian's eyes um, I those are some of the eyes. shots that were my favourite, just because of those. The amount of people but, I've seen on TikTok yeah. saying somebody give him brown contact lenses. <laughs> just so his <laughs> eyes aren't as dreamy out there. Yeah. I love I love them. I I really like the soundtrack. With a lot of Nolan films, there's the sort of recurring theme of like the music like constantly rising. Like in Dunkirk, you've got this technique they use where the music's lowering and rising at the same time. So it sounds like it's constantly rising, but it's not, which is pretty cool. But this one, I have a little factoid for all of you. I found this online. Um, So the track, Can You Hear the Music, which is sort of like a recurring one throughout, has 21 tempo changes in it, um, which meant that it's virtually impossible to play. But the musicians got it in one, or they got it in one constant recording from start to finish, which is why it sounds like so, so fucking good. Um, I love the music. It's just ah, it's really it's a really good soundtrack. It's a really good soundtrack. It Ludwig really Grantson never misses. Neither does Lorne Balf. Let's nope. go. He's fire. He's fire. Um, fire like yeah. the explosion. Make, I was gonna make a joke, but I'm not gonna do a joke. <laughs> I think Amy just made on. it for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, performances though. Killy Murphy carries this on his back for three hours. And that's that's Killian. tough. That is really tough. And he's I, I'd argue Robert Downey Jr. as well. He was amazing in this. Like, but he he gave a phenomenal performance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And also Emily Blunt. That scene. Uh, I was, I was, I was surprised. Like, yes. I wasn't expecting too much. And then that I feel like it hammered. It it brought me back into the film at that moment. Yeah. I wanted. I was engaged. I I loved that. I scene. don't think it passed Emily the Blunt has... test though. There's a lot of men in this film. No, but, <laughs> I, I, Emily Blunt is um, is one of those actors that I always forget about when we talk about really great actresses, and I'm like, and then I see her, I, I see her be being something, and I'm like, oh yeah, Emily Blunt's in this, and then when she gives an incredible performance, I'm shocked every single time. No, she is she is amazing at what she does. Like, I I don't know, I, I just she's amazing. It, it I feel like she can make a connection. I feel like with the, when we talk about the lack of emotion, I think she kind of she does make brings up. that back. She she is the audience's emotion mm. in that way, I think, and I think that really helps. And is just she's amazing, chef's kiss. Mwah. She's also beautiful, <laughs> so Stunning. you know. Um, <laughs> and then there's Rami Malek. I loved Rami, Rami Malek in this Rob, film. Rami is so good. I why was convinced this... he was just a background extra because he was like, oh, Nolan wants someone? Yeah, I'll be that. I'll be that. I'll be yeah, that. Why, why that is first. this movie like the inf- the endgame portal scene where like everyone shows up? 
Even if it's like in a line where they just drop a a shot where they sick drop a single line, everyone's here. Yeah. You're um, just like, oh, that person's in this. That person's in this. He's in this. Everybody's I'll, in this. I'll be honest though, jo- Josh Peck being in it really threw me out because at one point he did the no, face. No. He was Who's like, Josh Peck from Drake and Josh. Josh. He was holding the red Drake button in case it went. That was wrong. him. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I literally whispered to Savannah. I was like. It's Josh. <laughs> um, and then there's Jack Wade as well. Wait. Love Jack Wade. There is someone who I think did very good. Was Jason Clark? I just got his name because I forgot his name. Jason Clark, so good. He's the guy that so does the interrogating. If you know, if you don't know the names. Oh, he, he was. Yes. I'm sorry, if someone would talk to me like that, I would cry in his face. Is this it? Wait, do you, wait. The guy interrogating Oppenheimer. Yeah. I yeah. hate okay. him and everything him. he's in because he's got such a nasty aura about him. He plays such a good villain. He does, but it and works. And I hate him. Like, he's as soon as he turned up, I was terrifying. like, I'm going to hate you. I know it. Yeah, that he's, one it, scene that's, like, now turned into a meme, I would cry. He's also in, like, so much like of the movie. He's, like, one of the... He's throughout. He, he's a mm, constant... I feel like he is... Cunt. I feel like he's almost a, na- a narrator in sorts. At points, yeah. I feel like he can help, uh, like... He does piece yeah, it all together. The this, yeah. film, it, this film is a good example of just making talking really exciting. Like, oh, yeah. they've said that. Oh, now they said that. Oh, you know, it's <laughs> it's great. And yeah, I feel like with uh, going only shortly going back to that pacing, like with the script and everything, I feel like in those scenes where he is, you know, I feel like some of those lines could have been cut. I feel like some of those moments could have been cut. I understand that they were very hammering home the interrogation part of it and how brutal he was being. I just feel like some parts were just not necessary with that. But he was he was amazing as an actor. I, I think a really understated performance in this is... Is it Aldrin Eriks? What's his name? Play Solo. Alden Eimerich him yeah he he, he's gonna be big i know it he's such an amazing actor like he's good in um hail caesar he's good in solo he was he was great in this i loved his his line at the end i won't i'll say it in the spoiler review but i just love him so much he's like peak peak man i think i think i aspire to be like him and then we got matt damon and matt damon's in there i actually I actually love Matt Damon, you know. I, he is. I think he might be one of my favourite actors. He just everything he's in, he's just like he's really good. Cool guy. Pretty yeah, cool. I, I feel like he wasn't outstanding, but he was I feel like he was a great character. And you know, helped. I feel like I don't know. Words. He he was good. Is there anything else we wanna talk about before we get into spoilers? I've got a few Sing. things. Oh. oh, go for it. Um, them off. I've never been so nervous um, in a cinema than when that countdown started. Like I was breathing very heavily. I like literally <laughs> was like holding myself because I was terrified, and I had my fingers in my ears as well. I was like, "This is going to be so loud. I'm really scared right now. I know the bomb isn't actually in the cinema." But I don't know what this madman is going to do. How he's going to do it. I was I was shitting myself in the cinema. Yeah, the way that is done is insane. So I do want to talk about that again. Yeah, we'll, we'll bring it. We'll bring it up again. We have to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it. How can we amazing. not talk about it? 
Um, I didn't quite understand all of the uh, film. I feel dumb every time I watch a Christopher uh, Nolan film. Yeah. So like, no, I felt really dumb. How we were talking about there's lots of dialogue back and forth and the audio issues don't help. But there's some bits from like, okay, I think I'm getting this, but I'm not 100%. Um, I got most of it. I think I got the important stuff. And at the end, I was sort of like, okay, you've lost me. And then it got me back at one point. Ah, oh, okay, got you. Like there was a point where I just sat there, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm gonna give up soon trying to understand this. But I I got there again. Um, maybe it's because I'm stupid. But are the are these points spoilery or? No, no, no. This is I'm not saying I anything specific. About... Just in oh, okay. general, some of it can. Conf- uh, I will. Yeah. Once again, we'll talk about that in the spoiler section as well. <laughs> Alrighty, we are now moving on to our non-spoiler sec- our, our non-spoiler section. No, our spoiler section. Oh, spoiler. Okay, I'll take that again. Mm-hmm. We are now moving on to our spoiler section now that Joe has finished his last little tidbits at the end there. There should be a spoiler warning playing around about now. I don't, I don't want no spoilers. Spoilers. Kaboom! What an amazing spoiler. spoiler warning that was. Guys, what are you, what are your burning secrets? Your burning hatreds, your burning loves about this movie. A fucking bomb went off. A, a bomb a bomb explodes. Two bomb explodes. Um, Three. Bomb. I, I have two favorite moments in this movie. One is where they reveal John F. Kennedy like a, a Marvel character. Yes, I wanted to incredible. say that! Incredible, absolutely incredible. And two. Yeah. Um, is when they introduce a new character who's like this really dangerous head of security and it takes them ages to reveal who it is and then they reveal it's Casey Affleck and I squealed. That was really cool. Oh wait, like, that... ah, it's Casey Affleck! I, I don't know, know him. Who... I, didn't, I didn't see that as a reveal because I don't know who Casey Affleck is. I just thought, oh, But they just took so long to reveal his face and I was like, Why oh. did it have to be Casey? Because <laughs> Casey Affleck's got that like, dead face. So... Oh, right, okay. Um... Can we talk about the sex? <laughs> oh that my god! In the boardroom! It was in the boardroom! I wanted to die. See, that's one thing I really love about this movie is that you see, when, when it's in colour, you see everything from Oppenheimer's point of view. And mm. even in that moment, like, he's he's in the boardroom and he's naked because he's like, well, I'm being exposed. He feels so vulnerable. Um, when someone's talking about, like, seeing a rocket throw through a plane, he's in the cockpit, he's imagining himself in there. That's what I love about this movie, so that you actually see things that he would be thinking of. And in that moment, that's that. what either he's thinking of or Emily Blunt is thinking of, because they're lacking eyes. I believe eyes. it was Emily, yeah. yeah. I, it was yeah. so I awkward. believe it was Emily Blunt, but no, I just, I, I liked it, I liked the intention, but I did just want to crawl to the little ball and die in the theatre oh. right there. I'm glad um, I didn't sit with my Especially dad. with old people next to us, mm. so... <laughs> I'll be honest. It was insane seeing Florence Pugh's boobies in IMAX. Like that, I did not expect to see okay, her nipples no. in in that bigger screen. Like I was like, I will say, why did they include them so much? Like it kind of was like, do you know if you like pay for an actor and it's like, oh, you know, you have to do this now, or like, oh, we're gonna show extra this or this because we paid for it. It's kind of like that. I feel it's like. Guys, I want you to know that she is naked in this Women film. have we, boobs. We are allowed this to see is proof. And I just feel I'm like it's in almost every single shot. I'm upset I didn't see Killian Murphy's dick. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for him to do like a watch, basic do, instinct. Just go and watch 28 Days Later. He, the dude hangs dong in there. Oh, that's true. Yeah, no, that's very true. Really? Yeah, dude hangs dong. Yeah. I hate that. 
can see when we've seen that. Um, I don't remember that. I don't either. <laughs> um, he's doing all right for himself as well. Wait, what films? Are? Twenty-eight <laughs> days later. Days later. I've not. I've not I do find it funny yeah, that I'm one of the most important, doing all right, yeah. one of the most important lines of "I am become death, destroyer of" is with um, Florence Pugh over him, making him read it with her tits out. I was like, "What a great way that to read this line." That was a weird kink. I know, yeah. but if that's happening to read you, the if book. that's happening to you, you'd read anything. I'd read anything. I'd, I thought she was like, like just gonna slowly lower the book and that. like boom She's boobs. I'd fucking translate it to Baba Black Sheep. I don't fucking <laughs> care. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <sorry. laughs> explosion was real good though. <laughs> what explosion? I will agree with Joe. I was terrified leading up thinking he's going to be so loud and then it was quiet and you're just like, it wasn't you're just, it's the silence. And then I got a jump scare because- Yeah, because you know it's coming. You know it's coming. Okay, I'm going to say something. I think, I think visually is beautiful. It's shot beautifully, but it's not a very big explosion, is it? <laughs> I don't know. I feel as if I what? hold on, hold on. Let me let me finish. Let me cook. Let me cook. Let me cook. Don't think they could have made it any bigger no, 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 legally. No. no, I feel as if like we needed a wider shot to like get like a little side from the scale from space. Like like because the shot of the explosion is close up. It is. We follow the pillar up and into the mushroom cloud, but we don't actually see it from far away. I would have appreciated seeing it. Just quickly, it reminds me of you know. Now, over I'm the about hedge. to be told how wrong yeah. I am. You know, in Over the Hedge, where um the yes! that machine goes off, and and you just see from space this little tiny explosion. Do you, do you want that sort of thing? <laughs> yeah. No, I just want like just Can like I... from like as they turn around because we see them all turn around and look at the Xander's like gagging. Uh, Turning around, like looking at the explosion, but we don't actually see from their perspective, like the the size, the the weight of it. Okay, okay, like, okay. Before you finish, I right, okay. Not not to keep babbling on about this, but I did see this in IMAX, and there that that scene is like the biggest format you get, and the whole screen is filled up with the giant explosion. No, no, so, no. I, I so, no, no. Yes, I, like I know what you mean. See yeah. it normally. Absolutely, but what did you see in its like necessary format? It's huge, bro. It's yeah, no, huge. No, no, no. It takes I, up the whole wall. Yeah, no, I get it's that. It's huge. Like, like again, I appreciate that, and the whole idea of the, the shot is like it's focusing on the beauty of the fire, the the destructive force that he's just created. But at the same time, just like the same way guys like watching the big splosh of the rock fall in the pond. I want to see it from, like, a little bit away. I want to see the big fucking mushroom cloud, like, from afar. Seeing just how far it goes up. I want to see that. Let us see the toad. Go on, Caitlin. Can I, can I please? My heart, my arm's starting to hurt. Sorry, um, Caitlin. Okay. I... Oh, good. Don't worry. I think the reason they didn't show the f actual impact is the same reason they didn't show the... When they, when he when he was looking, when Oppenheimer was looking at the victims of it. I think it is respect for Japan and the victims who suffered that because i feel like that would be almost insensitive to show and also i believe the reason they did a close-up on the 
um, on the explosion, it wasn't just to see, ah, pretty fire. It was to show the chain reaction because that was discussed earlier, how the uh, they didn't know that the chain reaction would stop. That's very that, true. So they were they were watching not the explosion itself, it was the chain reaction of it. And I feel like that, that close-up was needed to see the true, how it was making mini explosions because I think you didn't see that essence without it. And I feel for both of those reasons, that is why you didn't see it. I kind of agree that it would have been That was such a fucking see, good like, point. The, like, the thing. It's a really good that point. That is such a good point, Caitlin. Oh my god. Someone no. paid attention to this movie. No, agreed. <laughs> like, pheno- but, like, phenomenally uh, yeah. well done. That's an excellent point. Yeah. It's just like, the guy part of my brain just wants that little itch scratched, you know? I, yeah. I feel like, I, I get that, but I also feel similar with Joe saying over the hedge. I feel like if they went a full zoomed out shot, because you wouldn't be able to give a full zoomed out shot without going into space, because that explosion was so big. You would have to go into space to see it. And I feel like at that that point, it gets a bit cringy. Like, it's going a bit like, we're not in a serious documentary style anymore. We're going literally out of this world. It doesn't, it kind of breaks it. I feel like if we're close up, that is what you would see if you were close that, if you were close to that bomb. You would see nothing else apart from that. That's very true. So, yeah. Agreed. That's my point. Um, what what do you think of everyone's opinions that you should have been seeing, like, what happened in Japan? Because I'm of the opinion that they played it off kind of perfectly. Like, they're all we don't just, like, at the base and they hear it through the radio and they're, they're all heartbroken. Like, it's... Because it is awful what happens. Yeah. So, I, I, I think that's the best way they did this. I feel like that's the only really way that you can do it without making it insensitive. Yeah. Because you would have to show, you would even have to put makeup on someone to look like that, and that is just disgusting. Or you'd have to show real images. And I feel at that point, you're just putting it in for shock value. Yeah. We all know what happened. We all know what had happened. And I feel like, in a no way, no one should want to see that. It's a disgusting sight. You shouldn't be intrigued to watch it. It's a tragedy and i feel like that needs to be like hammered home and i think with them not showing it it shows truly how gruesome it was and also like he he has a, a moment to look at they're showing slides from the yeah from the damage afterwards and he it, doesn't look yeah he, do, he can't look and no. that's that's also really well done because not yeah. he doesn't look he's like and it doesn't show you either really important it's, moment. yeah, yeah. It makes it, it makes you feel how he would feel actually seeing them yeah. without us actually seeing them. And also, I don't know if it would be a great... I feel like some people just wouldn't watch it. Like, the rating would have gone yeah. a bit skew-if if, they, if they'd shown, like, that. I feel like the way they showed it with the people exploding... Like, not exploding. Melting. The... the like, yeah, the melting. Like the woman's yeah, yeah, I thought skin, you said, like, I, coming off her face. I thought you said nothing, and I was so concerned. Um, oh! yeah. <laughs> I I really agree. Like that, the way they showed that is probably the furthest they could have gone. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and okay. I think it's incredibly important as well that we're taught that like it's it's not some like big victory either. Like the guy, the guy's heartbroken. I. I I will say the one tragedy I'm surprised they didn't touch on from like the whole creation of the nuke is so the 
we all know the scene from like the trailers when they're slotting all the bits and pieces onto the core of the bomb. So that that core is meant to be called the Demon Core. It was nicknamed that because everyone that was slotting those parts on died. Every single person that put that bomb together hand by hand all died from cancer in the next two months. They absorbed, I believe, about 12 times as much radiation from the nuke uh, uh, as the nuke gave out itself. Jeez. Like, uh, there, that... there's a really famous, like, documented happening when they were all told to stand where they were in the room and they measured how much radiation each of them were absorbing. Everyone that put that bomb together are, like, died in most horrific radiation poisoning. They kind of, they like kind of hint like Chernobyl. Worse. Huh. They Wait, like you can't get near the elephant's foot in Chernobyl. They, but... They no, but like, have you seen the show? Do you know, like, no. You see, okay. Right. Yeah, well, like, it'll be on that same level then. See Yeah, it'll be on that yeah. same level. Yeah, you, like, they absorbed such disgusting amounts of radiation. They kind of. The movie doesn't touch on it at all, and I was a little. I think, I think they kind of hinted it not to that level but they talk about how pregnancies have gone down yeah, they, they, like, they, they, disrupted they fertility and stuff yeah they, they, I, I, yeah. they note that but like the US government made like they, they volunteered to come but like at the end of the day it's the US government like they should have given them proper safe working conditions to handle uranium like that yeah, I feel like they definitely should have put touched upon it. I don't think they should have gone too much into it um, more because radiation poisoning is a horrible thing. No, but that's not what the film was about. No, I. Um, and also, it is more insensitive to like any families who knew them. Um, but also, once again, with the pacing, the film was so long. Yeah. That I think if they went down each, I feel like similar to how the people had. You know, with the baby's gone down, I feel like they should have shown. But it, just a five minute, five second clip of that. But, of but it's also it's also like respectfully, it's not a, the movie's not about them. It's not even about the bomb. Yeah. It's about Oppenheimer, and mm -hmm. he was absolutely not thinking about that. He was thinking about the two hundred thousand people he just nuked over in Japan. Like that's what that's why he was thinking. He wasn't thinking about all oh, these guys have died. He wasn't. He was thinking about the bomb that he created and the devastation that, that that had and then this whole thing with his um security clearance he like that that's why the movie doesn't touch on it it's because yeah. the movie's not about them i where, where i'd pivot on that and where i can see it because he see it coming in so he has a lot of like guilt about creating the bomb and the loss of life with the bomb but even like creating the bomb itself was killing people I think that could have been a note touched upon, but that's just me being history buff. I... I mean, I could... Go on. Yeah. Bro. Um, I would say with that, it's... You know, I, I feel like they could have touched upon it and shown how the guilt should have, like, would have started as soon as those people started showing symptoms. Yeah. It should, it, like... Of that, it's a mass tragedy with so many lives lost, and I don't think they got, should have gone too much into it. Similar to how they didn't go into too much into, you know, 
all those people in Hiroshima, there. Nagasaki. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I, they didn't really go into like them or their stories or anything like that. But just because it's, I, I feel like they didn't need to. They shouldn't have. Um, but I agree. They should. I feel like they could have made a nod to it just to be like pay, pay homage to them. Yeah, just to be like, not even just them, just everyone who worked on that who may have gotten sick. injured or sick. or Because I feel like the only real notes are that the, the birth rate's gone down and how the what the female, um, Jimba, she's she was like, oh, I want to be, I want to be working on there. And they were like, no, 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 you're a woman. You can't. Your reproductive organs can't go in that. And she was like, absolutely not. That's not your decision to make. And also yours is more exposed than mine, which is very true but oh, it's dangling. sorry exactly <laughs> i hate that actually um but no it, i feel like that's the only real thing that it's touched upon but then again i feel like if they had touched upon it anymore it would have been a four hour four to four five hour movie this film could literally go on for years they could be it could be like a show that it, goes on it, for years. it is a so much bit... information that Happened. The movie's a bit of a Pandora's box of problems that plagued the the development of the bomb, and yeah, I think once we begin to like say like, oh, we could have paid homage to this, paid homage to that, it very quickly spirals. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I I mean that yeah, it, it was it's a small footnote. Um, I absolutely. Joe, do you have something to say? Oh. I've kind of got. His hand up for ages. Joe, Joe. I've kind of got two or three things to say. Um, okay, 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 okay. One of them I don't know if I should say now because we've been talking about how it's quite a. I don't know. I'll save that one till last. You can say it. Um, the first one, I I thought it was really not nice, but like a, a detail that I thought was oh my god, was when they were deciding which city to bomb, and he was like, yeah. no, not there, because I love going Ooh. on holiday there. That is That's sickening. crazy, you know. It's sickening. That, that, yeah. that weirdly got yeah, a horrendous. huge laugh in my audience. That did and as it, well. No, because it, because it because it's so it's so ridiculous that it is funny. It got it's like pfft. it did get a chuckle in our audience as well. Yeah. Did it? I, was it like awkward mm-hmm. laughter like uh, uh No like I said, we had old people. They were they were chuckling. Yeah, it was a chuckle because like it is it's such a ridiculous thing to say. Yeah, don't. Yeah, we, we need to nuke this country, but not here. I like going on holiday there. But that's outrageous. I feel like it, it also just truly shows the basis of America and how the people who run that country are. Yeah. Um, I had. My... Oh, sorry. Go on. I I was just gonna make a small note. I had this like massive, like hairy old man on our row to the right of me, and the man was like cackling whenever like. They were like, oh, you know, like the bomb's been dropped. Everyone's like, dead. He's like, <laughs> like fucking like slapping his knee. And like, I was like, oh. And then like, side note, you really pissed me off. I was like trying to get out to go to the toilet. I stood on his foot. And he was like, excuse me. And I was like, I turned around to him. I went really close to his face. I went, I can't fucking see. <laughs> we're in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then you came back in and sat on a different row. No, so that's what I'd have done. No, I scooted <laughs> right past them again. <laughs> um, no regrets. I think this features one of Nolan's best directed scenes, and it's pr- probably not the one you're thinking of. It's. I think it is the one I'm thinking of. It's so he 
after the atomic bond has been created and it's been sent off he does like a press conference and he gets up there and there's all the round of applause and the flashes that was terrifying and all of a sudden it flashes and it's like the it's that and then it's like there's a scream there's a scream from a girl and that got me i was like oh my god and then the cheering and the clapping's muted um and you hear like just some screams and then the the flashing from the camera turns into the flash of the atomic bomb and as you said earlier her face starts to melt and you've got him stepping in someone's like cremated remains someone's carcass Mm. it's it's a terrifying i didn't expect it it's absolutely terrifying that was one of the highlights of the film there's people Mm -hmm. crying there's people like puking and you don't know what's real again because you're in his head you're like you're not sure which of what who's real here who's who's actually reacting this way and who's actually like applauding like crazy yeah uh, so i think the argument of yeah, uh, nagasaki and hiroshima needed to be included is stupid because one it's dis- it would be really disrespectful and i think a bit over the top to show that after you've you know gone through the motions of them blowing up the bomb but also that scene is enough to represent what sort of happened and you know and also as a, as a side note if you want to learn about that 10 years to the day that I saw it, 26th of July, The Wolverine came out. So if you watch the beginning of that film, that explains it and shows it. Yeah. I'm, I've connected dots. It also dots. explains how, like, what? Hugh Jackman was at Nagasaki. <laughs> yeah. Historically accurate. See, I haven't watched Wolverine. To me, that sounds crazy. Yeah, yeah no, at the, at the start, yeah. The whole film's set in Japan. He, he's there. He saves a guy. And he's there at the start. He saves a guy. Wolverine's invincible, so he just and he lays ends up on becoming this guy. the silver samurai. Yeah, he's like he's like an old man is in a big mech suit. Is this one of the reasons why I'm not allowed to watch Wolverine? <laughs> well, it's quite uh, violent anyway, but... <laughs> it's a good movie, though. It's, a, it's underrated as hell. I um, I don't like it. We're going to argue about this. Moving on. <laughs> um, the the other The other big sort of quote unquote cameo that you might say is Gary Oldman as true as President Trump. I was surprised about that. Yeah, I he saw was it and I was dick. like that's, that's Gary Oldman. <laughs> I know that guy. This is a lo- he was such a dick. This is another example of me being really stupid because I didn't know that there was a president with the surname what was it again? Truman. 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 I hadn't heard of that. I was like, is this a fictional president? But I was like, no, this is a biopic. I've not heard of this guy before. I've just had to Google him. He did exist. Harry Truman. Harry Truman. He was like, but he was so, um, what's the word for it? He was a bit hostile. Condescending. Maybe, Maybe, I don't know what Unfeeling. That one! Like, Oppenheimer felt all this guilt. And then he was like, no, you shouldn't feel the guilt. I should feel the guilt because I'm the one that told them to do it yeah and he's like don't send that cry baby back in yeah i once again i kind of love it in the way that it shows the true flaws of america how it's not a good place the people who run it are not good people but i, I think got... it shows the interesting thing about that that sentence that he says is that you like you know you shouldn't feel the the, the sad about this because you didn't do this i did this i feel like because it's all told through Oppenheimer's eyes, you can sort of see that, like, maybe he said that in a slightly less, like, mm. forceful way. Because if you say that sentence in a less forceful way, you could see it as he's trying to comfort him. Like, mate, don't. It's this isn't your fault. I did this. I asked you to do this. 
and I sent it off, so this is me. But the way he performs it, and the way the scene is, like, enacted, it feels like he's like, just shut up, man. Like, do you think this is you? Now this is me, bro. What are you talking about? I'm huge. But no, he's so, it's, I think that's a really, again, really good use of the way, like, the story is told through Oppenheimer's eyes, that that could be read in multiple different ways. I know that I, he yeah, would I feel, feel differently. I know there was some controversy before the film of Nolan going, oh yeah, the black and white sequences are told through blah 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 and the colour ones are whatever. But it, watching it, it makes sense what he said. Mm. You understand. I'm like, that makes sense. Like, particularly in the scene where it was um, Oppenheimer was talking about, it begins with I. It was like he was at a, a panel and... Um, Robert isotopes. Da- isotopes. He's talking about isotopes, and uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s character was there, and you see it from two different perspectives. You've got it from his, yeah. and you've got it from Oppenheimer's, and it, what he's saying, it makes sense. It makes so much sense. Like how it blends towards the end, definitely when you get like the reveal that, well, reveal that RDJ is literally, you know, he did this because he humiliated him about something. The way that it blends between black and white, and then the color, it works so well. And, like, I, the reveal at the end of it, like, RDJ doing this, because he was humiliated about something, but then he's completely wrong when you see at the end what he actually told Einstein. And, like, that final line, though, is chef's Oh, kiss. wasn't it? Um, the whole final scene is incredible. That final May- Maybe scene they were talking about something more important than RDJ. Oh, yeah. that yeah. was a great I line. I love that line. I was so like, good. Yeah. But like he ruins a guy's life just because he thinks that oh I am the center of attention. So was Robert Downey Jr. in yeah. support? Doesn't he know he's in the movie Oppenheimer? Was he? <laughs> was he in support of the hydrogen bomb then, RDJ? Yes. What I, I don't know a lot about this. I like Did they the... use the hydrogen yeah. bomb afterwards? Was this something that was used? So so hydrogen the hydrogen bomb's idea is that it's still a large blast but the idea was to set the hydrogen bomb off that would then start a continuous chain reaction to set off an atomic bomb um oppenheimer jumped between sides of his duty of science and his job to create this and to also go holy shit what are we actually giving these like politicians what kind of weapon are we giving them and the ethical argument of would he have still felt the same if a hydrogen bomb had been dropped on Nagasaki? Is brought up. Robert Downey Jr.'s character is very much like focused on continuing his career, climbing that ladder. That's what the hearing's about. The hearing's about to see if he's appointed to the next kind of step in, up in the country to be a cabinet position for the president. Mm-hmm. And this is this cabinet hearing is trying to effectively halt that climb. It is a security check, effectively. And yeah, Oppenheimer challenged him quite a bit. There's a lot of shady shit going on there. Uh, We see in like, I can't remember what meeting it's called, but with the round table and they keep peering at each other through the flowers. Through the flowers. Which is eventually lifted out in one scene. What what Um, is is quite cool with that, sorry, just quickly, is I, I don't know if it's before or after, but they don't draw attention to it. But you can see uh, he plays polka dot guy. You can see him in the background. Yeah. They don't acknowledge it, but he is there. And you're like, oh, he's the guy from earlier. He's at the meeting. And they don't draw attention to it until he comes up to him 
up to Oppenheimer at the end saying I'm not too too keen on the idea of this don't they say like multiple times that's that's also one of the scenes that is um, that is shown in both ways it's shown in uh, black and white and in colour so you see it from everyone's perspective and Oppenheimer's perspective and it's such it's so interesting to see how differently those scenes are directed depending on who's who you're following yeah so the the scenes in color are just like you you see that oppenheimer's like walking around a bit more whereas in black and white he's just sat there and he's like stressed whereas he's walking about and he's clearly more into himself and he speaks a lot more when it's him because he's like yeah i remember this like i spoke everything you know um just a really cool way of showing like maybe this narrator isn't as reliable as we're we think he is so really interesting really cool um does anyone else have anything to bring up Go on, with Kate. the black and white uh sequence i enjoyed it was it did you all know beforehand that that was going to be used the black and yes. white see i had no idea uh... so i went into that film and i was so confused <laughs> i was like what is happening like what is eventually it, it clicked and i think it worked amazing but without that prior knowledge yeah i feel like i missed because instead of listening to what was happening and being engaged in that way i was more going what is happening who is who there, there was what a lot of this? names to learn in this film which i had trouble with um and i felt very confused and dumb at that point like what was the was it this yeah. the chev there was an incident they mentioned the chev Chevalier, was it Chevalier? Chevalier. Was it? Yeah, Chevalier. I got a bit confused by that. Most of Good the standard. people, that, like you said, there are a lot of names to remember. And that is really worrying when you have a big movie like this, when there's a lot of people involved and a lot of words. Which is why I think Nolan has craft, crafted like the biggest cast he could. Because when you're trying to think of a character, you're like, oh no, that's Casey Affleck, I know that. Oh, that's Matt Damon. Oh, that's that one's Jack Quaid, yeah. So you know, instead of being like, oh, I need to remember that character's name, you remember the actor's name and thus remember more of the movie because you're like, okay, instead of me trying to figure out who did this, I know the actor that did this and I know what they did. Really clever uh, in terms of casting for this. Yeah, I mean, we have been calling him RDJ the entire time instead of, you know. Strauss. Strauss? Strauss? Strauss. Louis Strauss. 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 It's pronounced Strauss. But Yeah, I was going to say. Strauss. <laughs> but um yeah i just i feel like i was obviously i'm kind of in that way since you've all seen that i'm kind of representing the people who had not known that and just went to go watch it it was very confusing and i feel like maybe if i rewatched the film once again if i was at home and could have breaks i would i feel like i would be able to get into that movie a lot quicker than i did and I feel like maybe that's why I thought the pace of it, pacing was off, purely for the fact that I, for the first quarter of that movie, I was wondering why are we going to black and white? Like, do you know in some films when they do the cheesy like, you know, like the only thing I can think of is in Spider Man where it goes Queens, oh, and the then it tells you yeah. like, yeah, like it just tells like where you are, what day is it, what time is it. Obviously, that is sometimes so cheesy. I just think maybe they needed something to help that. I feel like maybe even um, 
during the hearing, them just saying as a very clear line, this is what the hearing is for. I'm like, when they're announcing stuff, they go for the uh, guy who types it all up being like, I know this, you're this, I'm, I'm bloody blah, 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 blah. I just, I feel like that was a missing point. I appreciate that. And I, it, it did, I, in, I very much enjoyed it in the, in the later aspect where you're talking about it shows the different perspectives. But. Yeah. It, 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 it took a minute. Well, once you understand what's going on with the film, it's a lot more enjoyable. There's not so much of, you have to really pay attention. Like, I, I refuse to eat my sweets because I was like, if I chew, I'm not going to be able to hear or pay attention. But watching this again, with subtitles as well, you're going to know you're going to know what to expect. You'll be like, okay, he's being accused of communism. He's, there's a, there's a spy. That's the spy from earlier, blah, blah, blah. I know what RDJ's doing now, so I can look at him from the start and see how he's doing it. You know, there's subsequent, like a rewatch with this would really help, I feel. And it would, yeah, I think it, um, it would solidify it as an even better film. That is, that is why I ha- have watched it twice. I, I I saw it last week and then I saw it again yesterday and you're absolutely right with it with a second watch because I I've started writing reviews on Letterboxd you can follow my account I'll put it in the description um, and it, the first time I watched it I couldn't write one I was like I need I need to see this I need to see this thing again um, and so yesterday I wrote a full one and that sort of let me you're right a second view and once you know what's going to happen it's you can sort of comfort yourself in a bit more. And you can spend time listening to a couple more yeah. things. So yeah, I think a second viewing did help me, um, but still really effective on the first viewing as well. Should we do um, obligatory number scores? Obligatory number scores. Yes. Who wants to go first? Obligatory number scores. Out of ten. Ah, okay. Or out of whatever you want to give it. Who wants to go first? Who wants to throw their hat in the ring? I'll go. Okay. Oh. I <laughs> I feel like if it had been shorter, I would have given it a six or seven out of ten. Due to the uh, length of it, I went for a five, but I was almost going for a four. Maybe a rewatch would I change that. I wasn't expecting this. But... Oh. Whoa. Okay, I did not expect that. I was expecting what, like an eight. Or... Yes, yeah, same. Sorry, I cut out. What did you rate it? Four. Five. <laughs> Five. Out of ten? Yeah. Oh my god. Savage. Brutal. I okay. I will say. I don't know if this should be included, but since I had just watched a cinematic cinematic masterpiece an hour prior, maybe it would have been higher. <laughs> However, I had watched the best film of the century literally beforehand. Oh god, you guys are going to hate me. Yeah. <laughs> we know. No, no, no. Lando, when you mentioned your letterbox, <laughs> we, we're get, it's going to be a fun little conversation. Oh, Christ. I can't wait for Sander, it. Sander, I might have already told Caitlin what you wrote in your letterbox. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, that is what I went. That's what I wrote my notes message on. Oh God! Um, right. <laughs> I, I I will give this. Um, like I said, it's pro- might be my favorite movie of the year so far. Um, if not, it's easy top five. Um, I'm going a big ten on ten. 
really like five stars i really really like this i'm gonna give it you know i am gonna give it a 10 on 10 i'm gonna i'm gonna match Xander on this i think it did a phenomenal story it did Thank a phenomenal job at telling that story that it did there are bits that it could have improved on but i think like if you set like your differences aside like if you're not actively trying to put calls in the movie and you just like you just appreciate for what it is it does such a respectful job at telling the story that it does and it sheds so much more light on one of the greatest injustices in scientific history when it comes to how people are treated when working on weapons of mass destruction i love it 10 out of 10. Siwan? Um, I will... I'm following Caitlin by the fact that it's getting lower because of the length, but I'm still giving it a 9. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Do okay. not worry. It is such a good film. Like, genuinely, I liked a lot. Like, I liked most of it. The acting, like, everything about it, it is genuinely... I will say it is one of the best films of the year. I agree with you on that, but... If, even if I do rewatch it, I might change it up to a 10 because, you know, you're used to the length by then. But first watch, because of the length, I'm going to give it a 9. I I think I'd give it... A, see, I was umming and ahhing with this of what to give Barbie and what to give this. And it started off as me preferring Oppenheimer. And then the the night ended with me preferring Barbie. But we'll get into that. So I think I'm giving this an 8, but like a high 8. But if I rewatched it, understood a bit more of it, that it would go up. But for now, it's an eight. It's a rock solid. Yeah. Is that, is that I okay? feel like mine would go up if I watched it again. Maybe. I feel like I would probably go to like a seven. <laughs> I'm gen I'm really shocked, Caitlin, because I actually <laughs> thought you would have come out with I because of the length I'm gonna give it an eight. And you just come out with yeah. a five? I'm like, five Five <laughs> <laughs> That waste of my time like nearly did an hour think, of you talking about just, it and then he's like five no i think it is a great film 100 percent. but once again i don't think i would have watched it if it hadn't come out the same day as barbie i feel like there was too many technical issues with shots and audio and it was just too long and i feel like with those three combined it is an amazing story but i'm not ranking it on its story because i can't rank history <laughs> You know, it's a, it's a real event. I... That should be the title of this episode. I can't episode. go. Damn it, she's got a point. Like, she's got a point. I, I can't say, like, oh. I, I changed my mind. It's six. World War Two was better than, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you can't rank it on that because they are just telling the truth. It's like saying a documentary. Oh, that was a really good story. Okay. The, what did the director have to do with that? Are you Like, I, I could literally do the same film and take the story and by your logic that would be a, that would be at least a six or something i just think it has too many flaws Don't shell yourself to, be sure. that, to be like a 10. see i, I, I didn't so, see any of the flaws with the shots i thought i thought it was shot really just, well just a quick mm, note did anyone no, were, did anyone feel like the, the were, frame rate changed in some shots like there were some close-ups of rdj in black and white where it looked so smooth did anyone else notice that Mm, I didn't notice that. I just those, noticed like there was a few that was just those, that tiny bit blurry, and you're like, you need to change it down a bit. Yeah. Those may yeah. those I, I, those may have been the IMAX sequences. That's okay. what I can think. Mm. 
yeah and I noticed a lot with the transitions is it just it didn't flow as well um but I mean overall it was a very good film but we have spent longer than I thought we were talking about this movie <laughs> have fun on the edit oh my god we yeah. have um Hamish is gonna leave us now because he didn't go I, watch I wasn't able Barbie. to I've had to move house it happens mm. um you better watch also it why you my better mic watch quality it. is a little bit lower than it usually is I do apologize my big it's fancy happening. mic is currently packed away in a garage um thank you very much for having me guys I'm yeah gonna no worries. I I'm gonna dump may, may I appoint a, a new host go for it Swan, I don't know who you're pointing to, but I'm going to take that as you volunteering yourself. No, 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 please, no, 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 please, no, please, no, I'm going to see you guys later. Hamish, Hamish, where can the people find you? People can find me on Instagram at hbeaten2864. The numbers mean nothing. If you haven't taken your meds, I am in your walls. And also you can find me on Twitter at beatenhamish. And yeah. See you there. Have a good Adios. one, guys. Bye-bye. Bye, Hamish. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. What a bye. Oh, he's still here. Sorry. Um...